At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, We guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. The numbers told the story they always do. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSEN. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. Good Wednesday morning to you. It is a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network, Visa.com, the Visa app, Fubo, Sling, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV. All brought to you by BetMGM Nevada, Gil Alexander, Jeff Parlay here as well. Uh, producer number five and eight here. Also the uh, host of Bet Center on the weekend is Jeff Parles. Jeffrey, good morning. Sneaky good little show today, Jeff. You pumped? Pumped to talk some Oscars later with Brian Ortega? I'm going to be honest with you. I did not even realize they were this weekend. Let me be honest. And then you texted. Can I be honest with you as well? I didn't know they were this weekend until two days ago when Brian said, hey, you know, the Oscars are this Sunday. Brian's going to talk. Here's the thing. With, with my uh, schedule, can I say it that way? I, don't, I, I have no chance to go to a, to a, you know, barely to the bathroom, let alone a movie theater, to watch any of these movies. So these are all bettable at DraftKings. He'll be in studio. He'll talk about... Uh, Best Picture, I'm sure the acting awards as well. Actor, actress, supporting actor, supporting actress. They still do those, don't they, on the main show? They moved a whole bunch to off, off air these days. Brian Ortega, uh, who, was the, who was the star of this year's Vegas Lifestyle podcast, the Beating the Book feed, uh, he will join us to talk about the Oscars later. Jason Weingarten has made his first MLB season win totals bets of the year. And we will reveal those with Jason in hour number two. He's got four of them uh, to discuss and other bets that he's made. I have my futures bets, some of which are just mine, some of which Jason and I are in on together, by the way. We'll talk about those later uh, this hour as well. And Dr. Bob, Dr. Bob, who, what would you say, uh, what would you say his heat check is right now, Jeff? Just killing it absolutely in this uh, March Madness. What did he miss? Did he miss any of them? He missed one, right? Well, he pushed Wisconsin, he pushed one. depending on – well, 
He pushed his number. If he got in too late, he didn't get home on Wisconsin. And he hit everything else gloriously. Yeah. So Dr. Bob will be here to discuss uh, his thoughts on the Sweet 16. And uh, I'll have tennis picks. Uh, we went 3-0 and yesterday on the show at Miami on the ladies' side. Today, they've rolled out the matches funny today. Um, so there's still a bunch that I haven't had a, I haven't had a, have not had a chance to, to look at. Uh, about 14 more matches uh, later today that I haven't had a chance to look at. But I do have two plays, and they are two rather large dogs. We'll get to those uh, before one of them starts in less than an hour. So we'll get to those uh, here in the next half hour. Uh, first, though, a few things. One, the biggest story globally in sports yesterday actually happens to be in the sport of tennis, happened to be in the sport of tennis, right as we were leaving primetime action last night at 7 p.m. Pacific. This is 10 p.m. Eastern, stateside. Across the world, 25-year-old world number one Ash Body said that she's retiring, which is a huge shock to the tennis community. And really one of these players, you know, immediately my thought was she was always kind of a reluctant player. She had quit tennis once earlier as a teen. She became a really great cricket player. Uh, she then resumed her tennis career. But you could you could really sort of tell during the pandemic she you know she really didn't want to leave Australia, which is understandable during a global pandemic. But it always seemed more than that that she just didn't like the travel. Um, but she said that the time is right. She's so happy. I believe was her exact quote. I believe that's how she said it, Jeff. Um, and whether you know she she just is. It's very difficult for her to retire, but she's very happy to do so at this point. And by the way, what this does is make Iga Sviatek the world number one, which I almost wept, quite frankly, yesterday on that. But what does it do betting-wise? So, uh, and we wish Ash Barty, by the way, everybody should retire with that kind of grace, as uh, Drew texted, uh, tw- uh, tweeted yesterday. Drew Densey tweeted, everybody should retire with that kind of grace. Uh, the three-time Grand Slam champion, uh, no longer now part of Future Slams this year or beyond. And so what did it do for me? Now, I already had Sviatek, in addition to having Sviatek here at the Miami Open, as we did uh, at even more favorable mum- numbers last week at Indian Wells at plus 750 multiple times. I grabbed her plus 450 in Miami just because I can't resist. But for the French, which is, as you know, really her surface, and the one that we made hay on back in 2020 when she won her first tournament, talking about Sviatek now, I already had plus 450s on her at the French this year. Plus 450 was about as great a number as you could find on her, and I banged that a few times. So the, the, instant, the, the instinct for everybody on the, on the news of the Barty retirement, the Ash Body retirement yesterday, was to immediately grab whatever Ega numbers were out there for the French, and that is a proper instinct. But I already had mine, and I wasn't going to get as good a numbers as I already had. My instinct was to actually bet Ega in an event that she's really not supposed to win necessarily of the majors, which is Wimbledon, because she has not won a tournament on grass yet. And she was 9-1. to one. She was available at 9-1 to one yesterday to win Wimbledon. And there's, there's a few players who are shorter shots than her, even with Barty gone. Uh, talking about Sabalenka and Osaka and Raducanu and players like that. But I grabbed Iga immediately 9-1. to one. That was my instinct on that. So I would just sort of say, hey... Uh, the French numbers are going to be as short as they come now, and and justifiably so. She was the favorite to me. She should have been the favorite to me whether Barty played that or not. You know how I feel about Ega. But my instinct was to bet her at uh, at Wimbledon, which is what I did at 9-1. to one. So maybe you can find some good numbers out there 
for all the slams, quite frankly, on what is now going to be the world number one, uh, Igis Fiatek. And by the way, congratulations to Ash Barty on just a, a, a phenomenal career, three slams, if this is the end, at the age of 25, um, and got, you know, all the best to her, made all the money in the world, not only in her, in her uh, uh, you know, tennis career, but also an endorsement, so off she goes. We're just looking for betting opportunities. Now, when I went to bet this last night, I went to the one stray number that was out there, Jeff, and it's a casino. I won't mention the casino. I won't mention the uh, the sports book uh, or the uh, the betting company. But I go into this casino. I go to the desk and I say, "Hey, I want to make a tennis bet. Do you have it?" And they're like, "Ah, oh, no, no, no." They did the whole. Can you go to the sheets thing to me? I'm like, "Okay, great. I'll go to the sheets." It wasn't there. I come back to the to the desk to the uh, window. Uh, it's not on the sheets. Could you just look? Like, oh, well, you got to use the kiosk. I said, "The kiosk has more options than you have here." She said, "Yes." So I go to the kiosk. Oh, I need a card to swipe the kiosk to work, make the kiosk work. So I go back to the window. I'm like, hey, uh, do I need a card, a casino card to use the kiosk? She goes, oh, yeah, I forgot to tell you about that. You get the, all the way across the casino. So at this point, I'm like my, I was like my seven-year-old self with my parents telling me to go back and forth to do stuff. So then I go get a, the casino card. Then I go to the kiosk, swipe it, makes it happen. They limit you, but then they didn't move the number, and I hit it again. So I hope that's okay. Anyway, that was my experience. That's if for anybody who thinks Las Vegas is the sports betting capital of the world, that's the kind of stuff. I, I mean, I know exactly which <laughs> book you're talking about. Also, it's so. ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. The other, the other big thing. Uh, so that, so that, that should have triggered some betting instinct in you, um, and hopefully you were able to capitalize on it there. Uh, the other big thing was Eric Abrams, the uh, Eric, Eric Adams, the uh, the uh, mayor of New York City. Is that his name? He. The, we got an update on the vaccination, the New York City vaccination uh, rules, and the update was no update at all. The update was, hey, look, this is still in place. And so Kyrie Irving cannot play unvaccinated at home for the Brooklyn Nets, nor can unvaccinated New York Yankees and unvaccinated New York Mets play at this point if the season were to start right now in New York. Now, this is complete speculation here, Jeff. I'm just sort of trying to read the tea leaves on that. But what it sounded to me like was that he was ready to he, – he's, he's sincere in the fact that these will be pulled back at some point, and it sounds like the short term. But it also seems to me like he doesn't want to be dictated to by sort of the subtle arrogance of the Yankees who sort of, hey, Aaron Judge, are you, are you vaccinated? Well, you know, we just – We'll see. Things change kind of thing, right? Like not answering the question kind of thing. So keep in mind, the MLB season starts, what, April 7th? The NBA regular season ends April 10th, three days after that. So you have those two things coinciding. And from a betting perspective, which is all we care about on both of them, because politically, right, two years ago we were divided on this subject. Two years hence where we are right now. There's not one human being who thinks that this, this rule in New York makes any sense whatsoever. Kyrie can be a fan. The visiting players can play if they're unvaccinated, but he can't play. It's ridiculous. But that's how it is. And so as a better, it's incumbent upon you to sort of react to that. And from a basketball perspective, simply put, can you make any bets on the Brooklyn Nets? Brooklyn with Kyrie playing every game? Championship contender. Brooklyn without Kyrie when you don't have home court advantage, which they will not in a first-round series, even if they get there? I don't know. Don't know about that. The Yankees and the Mets is the more interesting thing. We brought this up before. We talked about it on primetime action last night. 
you've got to tailor some of your baseball bets to this as well. If this is going to be in place, it's one thing if it's in place for a series or two series or to, but, or to the end of the month. But you've got you to look at the Mets and the Yankees accordingly in your season wins calculations, if that's, the, if that's the case. And remember, the Canadian thing, that exists no matter what. The, can- the Canada law exists right now where unvaccinated players can't play their period. And so, again, we had Matt Vesgersian on primetime action last week. Or was it the week before? They all run into each other. He made the great point of, hey, the Blue Jays play these teams, the Red Sox, the Yankees, the Astros, late in the month of April. And so think about it, how it relates to the Blue Jays. Is there an inherent advantage to them beyond the New York City vaccine, just in terms of the Canadian law? So I think that was the, those were the two biggest things in sports, and both were very, both triggered bets in both tennis and perhaps baseball and basketball. Even if it was non-bets in baseball and basketball, both things should have made you think. Have you made any bets on, on the Mets or Yankees specifically, your Mets? The Mets are too short right now to begin with, even without this. Even being How much does this concern you about your team? Well, I don't know who's unvaccinated. That's the problem. We're about to find out. We don't know. Like, here's what I do know. Yeah. I know DeGrom is vaccinated. He said it publicly last year. Mm -hmm. I know Max Scherzer is vaccinated. He said that publicly earlier last week. So, the two big pitchers, who, by the way, DeGrom yesterday first start back after the injury. Pretty good. uh, Seven batters, five strikeouts. Guy's (laughs) still pretty good. Pretty good. It does concern me, though, because knowing last year the Mets had a pretty low vaccination rate, there's going to be at least probably two regulars that probably aren't playing home games at first, assuming that is still in the line on the 15th. Got to think about all these things, tennis and baseball, uh, for both reasons, Barty and the vaccine mandate. Coming back, my MLB futures next. Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network. It's time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM with all your favorite wagering options, along with in game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state issued ID to open an account. Start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state of the art technology and fan friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem. Call 1-800-522-4700. Skill Alexander, Jeff Parlay here as well. Tennis picks to come. Uh, two big dogs coming up today after a 3-0 yesterday. Dr. Bob on college basketball. Jason Weingarten's baseball bets. Uh, his season wins coming up. Uh, Brian Ortega on the Oscars. Uh, Mel Kuyper had his latest mock draft. How much do you read into Mel Kuyper's mock drafts at this point? He ain't no Daniel, Daniel Jeremiah, is he? I know we're only a month away at this point, which is, by the way, insane that we're only a month away from the NFL draft. Jeff, very slow to the draw. There no, because I, I, we, we, <laughs> yeah. we're just figuring something out. Yeah. We're doing two jobs at once. Sorry. Every Apologies. Once while, Apologies. Uh, but, uh, but Noah, I don't know. I mean, at this point, DJ is the guy that I read into the most because he seems to be the one where markets move off of. He's the most accurate. Yeah, so so uh, DJ, of course, being Daniel Jeremiah, as you said. So he's the one, if he puts out a new one and there is something that's a little bit funky or a little bit different, yeah, that, that that's the one we'll pay attention so, to more than anything. So as you said, we're still a month out from the NFL draft, April 28th. But just to give you an idea real quick, he does have Aiden Hutchinson going first to the Jaguars. He's got Kyle Hamilton, the safety out of Notre Dame, going to the Lions at two. Then he's got uh, Iki Ikwanu. From NC State, the offensive tackle going to the Texans at three. 
the number one wideout he has going to your Jets at four, Drake London out of USC. What do you think about that? Oh, you're not happy. Oh, boy. Yeah, I'm not happy about that if I was a Jets fan. Fifth, Giants, Evan Neal, uh, tackle from Alabama. Panthers, Trayvon Walker, defensive end from Georgia. Giants at seven. Kayvon Thibodeau falls to seven per Mel Kuyper. Again, read into this what you will. Garrett Wilson, who I believe is the short shot to be the first wide receiver pick now in some props. Kuyper has him going as the second wideout, eighth overall to the Falcons out of Ohio State. Charles Cross, offensive tackle to the Seahawks at nine. Uh, and then he's got the Jets and Sauce Gardner, cornerback for Cincinnati at 10. Other, other uh, picks down the line. Commanders at 11. Derek Stingley Jr. By the way, Derek Stingley Jr. has a workout April 6th where everybody gets to see him. I would love, by the way, I'd love for Washington to get Derek Stingley Jr. Um, further down the list, just some notables. Chris Olave, 16 to the Eagles. The wideout from Ohio State, who I would love, love him. First, uh, first quarterback. Any guesses? He's got Kenny Pickett going to New Orleans at 18. Hmm. Kind of surprised after yesterday's uh, pro day that Willis is in ahead now. Well, then he's got he's got Malik Willis at twenty to Pittsburgh. There you go. <laughs> Enjoy that, Mitch Trubisky. Enjoy a quarterback competition in Pittsburgh, and uh, then further down the line, do to do to do to do. Yeah. Oh, he's got Brees Hall going to Tampa Bay at twenty-seven. Yeah, that's what Tom Brady. Like he, <sighs> you imagine him with Brees Hall? It'd be perfect for him. I'd have an audible groan if that happened. And then uh, 30, oh, he's got like trades happening at 32. Matt Corral to Detroit. Yeah, once again, trades. When you see trades happening, then you sort of lose interest because how, how can you possibly predict these? Anyway, that's Mel Kuyper's latest mock draft. And we will talk more and more about our draft plays as the draft approaches. But with March Madness, with the Masters, with baseball, with tennis, everything going on, golf, Seems like an eternity away at this point. Uh, okay, as far as my MLB futures plays that I have made, some of these are my own. Some of these both Jason and I have. So later when Jason's on, he'll do his season win totals that are all his, but there'll be some overlap here in terms of. But these are, the, these are all of the baseball futures that I have in pocket. Now, you know the love for Corey Seager over the years, so have Corey Seager to hit the most home runs. Corey Seager now with the Texas Rangers. Have him both at 200-1 to 1 and 100-1. to 1. Now, you know on this show, I bet Corey Seager year after year after year for multiple awards, and all he has done is troll me, right? MVP, he ends up being the MVP of the championship series in the World Series, but not the regular season where he finished ninth. Uh, but Corey Seager, it's all about barrels. It's all about... at 101 most home runs. This is the one that I might be the most pumped about, Jeff. Chris Bryant, who's now in a Colorado Rockies uniform, as he goes to his third ball club now, 75 to 1 most RBI. Now, my buddy Matt Brown on uh, Primetime Action, he has Bryant for most home runs. But my whole thing is, and the reason that RBI is the way to go here is, Coors Field has the widest dimensions of all ballparks in Major League Baseball. It's not about the home runs. It's about the doubles and the triples. And just the fact that that field is a prairie and that everything drops because uh, uh, outfielders have to run the farthest. So Bryant, 75-1, to 1, most RBI. I love having that right there. Also took uh, Freddie Freeman, most RBI at 30-1 to 1 with the Dodgers now just because it's Freddie Freeman in that Dodgers lineup. Back to Seager, back to some, some MVPs. AL, Seager 25 to 1, Tucker for the Astros at 40 to 1, 
And now uh, those are the AL. Now the NL, Jeff, you have a story about one of these NL MVPs. Tatis, 300 to 1. This was a Jason Weingarten find at 300 to 1. And we got we got a complaint from somebody when we posted these no, yesterday. No, just it was just uh, where, where did you where did you find a number? And of course that number was long gone because the, after Tatis's injury was announced, mm-hmm. Tatis uh, his number spiked. Yeah. There was one spike that let's face it, him spiking to three hundred to one is insane. Yeah. So a good find by by Jason, and of course this was properly bet. Way down again after yeah. uh, a spike. He's out three months. That's why you could get him yeah, at 300. Of course. Months, right? He's out three months. So that's just a flyer. Now, here's another one that I love Cody Bellinger, 100 to 1, NL MVP. You may recall we had Cody Bellinger most home runs in Major League Baseball a few years back. And remember, he was right there at the top with like a month and a half left in the season. And then he just, his swing went to hell. And he just started tomahawking, trying to tomahawk everything out of the ballpark. And that was the end of that. But Cody Bellinger at 100-1 to to win MVP in the National League in that Dodgers lineup? Thank you very much. Now, I took Manny Machado before Jason came up with a Tatis one. I took Machado at 50-1 to to win NL MVP, sort of the opposite, like in the absence of Fernando Tatis Jr. If the Padres soar, Machado probably front and center of that I took a flyer on Machado at 50-1. to one. Acuna Jr. I took just because, hey, look, I know it's not even probably the best price you can get, and he's out for the month of April. But he is, night after night, I used to say this, when I used to watch baseball in the sports books night after my, night through the summer, and you had multiple screens going, and every night you could talk about any ball player in baseball, but every night you'd walk out of there, you're like, Ronald Acuna Jr. is the best ball player every single night I'm in here on any screen. And if you watch enough of it, there's, it's hard to not come away with that conclusion. So 6-1, to one, that's one of those, that's like uh, the DeGrom one that's coming up later, which is just have it, put it in your account, wait all season, and, and wake up in September, and you'll be like, oh, I'm so happy I have this. DeGrom, by the way, at the bottom, NL Cy Young, 4-1. to one. And you're like, why would you bet 4-1? to one? Well, because you probably not get a better number than that the rest of the way. And then the only other two here are Shohei Otani ones, and they're not MVP. Because, again, remember, Otani and Trout now are the short shots to win AL MVP, and Otani's going to have to deal with the same thing that we're seeing Nikola Jokic deal with in the NBA, which is, do you really want to give it to him twice in a row? And, by the way, what could Shohei Otani do again this year? This was my question. So, before he ever won the MVP, remember on this show I used to speculate, what if he hits 20 homers and 75 RBI and then has, like, a 3.5 ERA? Would he get MVP votes? And, then of course, he shattered all of that on the offensive side, right? He was Babe Ruth. And so clearly he was like a bajillion, minus a bajillion by the time it rolled around. Because it's Babe Ruth. We haven't seen it in a century. But if Otani does the same thing this year, are human beings going to vote for him for MVP again? This is the weird thing about flawed human brains. I don't think they will. However, if he's just a great pitcher, let's, just put, let's say he goes spectacular on the pitching side this year. 40 to 1 and 31 on Otani at AL Cy Young. Now, those are bets. And of course, those are Jason Weingarten fights. So, I, I have a question for mm-hmm. you, real quick, Gil, because when I was going through show prep for the show last night, the AL MVP race is the cupboard is pretty bare, all things considered. Yeah. Because it's Otani, it's Trout, it's Vlad. The three of them are, are all. Single-digit numbers. 
Everyone else at BetMGM is 20 to 1 or longer. And Vlad is what, like plus 750? Uh, he actually must have taken a bet overnight because he was plus 700 last night. He's now plus 450 this morning. Oh, wow. So okay. someone must have made a big bet on Vlad overnight. I, 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 if Otani even comes close, just does 90% of what he did last year, unless if Trout comes back and is basically Mike Trout again, it's going to be very hard for Otani not to win it again. You think, huh? I, yeah, I really do. I really do. It's it's a weird thing, right? Because he set this unbelievable precedent. Does he then go into this strange LeBron territory? I mean, it's not impossible. Where it's, it's like, not, well, it's not impossible. I suppose we could give it to him again for another Babe Ruth year, but well, been there, done that kind of thing, right? I don't know. It's it's going to be interesting. It's going to be fascinating to track all year long. Jason's got a bunch of these. As I said, we're both in cahoots on a, on a bunch of these, but he's got his season wins later on the show to get to. Next, tennis picks, odds to make the play-in, and college basketball exact matchups. Next, Numbers Game Visa, the Sports Betting Network. The Numbers Game with Gil Alexander on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Wendy's Breakfast is the official breakfast of March Madness. Every day, choose from Wendy's stack starting lineup like the Breakfast Baconator, Croissant Combos, and Hot or Cold Coffee. And like any great team, Wendy's is bringing the breakfast legends. Oven-baked sizzling bacon, fresh cracked eggs, perfectly seasoned breakfast potatoes, and a Simply OJ to bring it home. Make a fast break to your nearest Wendy's drive-thru and pick up your Wendy's Breakfast, the official breakfast of March Madness. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. Skill Alexander, Jeff Parlay here as well. All right, yesterday three and zero in tennis. You ride them, Jeff? Do you play them at all? No, didn't play them. Played the uh, play, played the uh, the Heather Watson. You played Heather Watson? Yeah, I did. Yeah. I, did. I also had a Heather Watson Heather Watson in match play as well. I got a lot of tweets about that. People yeah. grabbed Heather Watson in match. She was the only of the of the three matches. She was the only one who dropped a set. Uh, so we were able to get those home. So a nice day. Hope everybody cashed in on that. Um, thanks for all the notes on Twitter about it. Today, they rolled out these matches funny. So as, as I was saying before the show, there's still about like 14 matches later in the day. that I mean, I haven't even gotten to them yet because it it's funny with lines and, and times and matchups in Miami. But I did get to uh, handicap uh, everything else on both the men's and the ladies' side. So the ladies going to, into day two of the round of 128 while the men start now with the Miami Open post-qualies. So I got one big dog on the ladies' side, one big dog on the men's side. The ladies' match starts in a half hour. And I am taking Washington, D.C.'s Haley Baptiste. Now, I got her at plus 198. You can get her better right now at plus 208 about. I think you get better for like a dime better. Uh, but I got her at plus 198. She's taking on Irina Camelia Begu. And... How can I put this? So Begu is, and I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly, that's Begu. Uh, she has played, she played in St. Petersburg. She's She played really good elite players, tough, several tournaments back. Since then, however, her numbers have, if you if you had an X, Y, if you had an X and Y axis, sorry to go geom- geometry on you, uh, but if you were to do that, she is a downturn from, Left to right. Her graph is a is a straight line downwards in terms of her data. Haley Baptiste is the exact opposite. Haley Baptiste, who not much is uh, known about to the casual fan, uh, but her numbers have steadily improved. So at this number, Haley Baptiste is the play plus 198. You can even get her at a better number than I did right now. Little later on, a couple hours later on the men's side, going with Roberto Carbaez Baena against David Goffin. 
and by Carbias Baena is plus 215. And listen, I don't know if Baena is going to bring it home eventually for us, but let me just put it to you this way. This thing shouldn't be anywhere close to plus 215. This is very coin flippy to me in terms of the overall data. So those are your two tennis plays. Baptiste, Haley Baptiste, DC zone, plus 198 over Begu. And Carbias Baena at plus 215 over David Goffin. Baptiste and Carbias Baena, your two tennis plays of the day. For what it's worth, I got both of them at better numbers. Oh, did you? Okay, so good. You what did act- you get with Carbias Baena? I got a plus 220 at a book in town. There you go. Okay. Baptiste and Carbias Baena, your two plays of the day. All right, so then there's a couple other things that are just random random props that are out there at, at random sports books. And we just want to throw these out there because we want to give a shout to the books that had the creativity to put them out there. Not saying that they're the most bettable things in the world, in my humble opinion, but Jeff, maybe you'll disagree. Over at Boyd, they are doing a will-they-make-the-play-in tournament prop. How about that for the NBA? Got to at least give them a shout-out for the creativity. So now remember here, will-they-make-the-play-in tournament, what we're talking about is... Will you finish between the 7th and 10th seeds? Will you finish 7th, 8th, ninth, or 10th when the regular season ends? Will you be one of those four teams in the play-in tournament? Now, in the Eastern Conference, which is the numbers we're showing, by the way, uh, those are the standings, the remaining strength of schedule, and those are the odds. Now, there is no no on this, right, Jeff? There's no no and a quick update real quick. Please. Because uh, on our screen, OTB on the Raptors, that's back on the board now. It's minus 200. Thank you. Okay. So essentially what you have is, let's just take the Wizards and Knicks off the bottom and make this easier because none of them are going to get in the playoff, in the plan. We agree with that. They're both five games back with like 10 or 11 to play. I'd knock them off in terms of your, your thinking here. The Hornets and Hawks as a result, who would have to leapfrog everybody else and get, you know, and make up four or five games, that's why they're minus, you know, that's why their number is so egregious on the right, because they're pretty much locks to get into the play-in. The Nets are kind of a lock, too. Like, I don't know that they can play. It's just too short of a runway, as good as the Nets are, to think that they're going to get out of the play-in at this point. Could they? Yes. But they're minus 700 to be in the play-in. So, really, the only possible bets here, and you just pointed it out, Jeff, are the Bulls, Cavs, and the Raptors. Could the Bulls and Cavs fall back? Could the Raptors move up? Bulls are are, are six to one as a dog to fall back. Cavaliers plus one thirty to fall back. Raptors, as you just mentioned, minus two hundred to still be in it. Is there a bet there? It'd only be Chicago. I think it'd have to be only be the Bulls uh, based off the strength of schedule. That's the only one that I'd even. Consider even though Cleveland has kind of gone backwards That's since Jared Allen got hurt. The one we mentioned yesterday was Cleveland. Plus yeah, one thirty. Those, I, I would I would look to those two because Toronto's good enough to hop, make up a game on Cleveland yeah. in ten in uh, in ten games. They're more than good enough to make up a game on them. Anyway, good on Boyd for putting these up. I wish they had a no, but but good on them for putting it up. Let's look at the Western Conference, which is just as maybe even more interesting. I think because the East is, is is a whole bunch more straightforward. But here in the West, again, 7 through 10, this is about where these teams will be at the end of the regular season. Will they be 7, 8, 9, or 10? Uh, and in this case, you know, you can toss the Kings. 
with the Spurs or Blazers. Spurs at plus 190, Blazers at 50 to 1. And the Blazers are about as tanky as it gets. So that's why they're 50 to 1, despite the fact that their schedule is ridiculously easy. You know, is there a bet for one of those two teams to move up? The teams that are locked in Clippers, Lakers, and Pelicans are. By the way, you hear about the Kawhi and uh, Paul George maybe returning? This has nothing to do with the play-in because it might not be for this. But they may be on the horizon for the Clippers, which has huge playoff implications. But this isn't about the playoffs. This is about just the play-in. How about the Nuggets falling back at plus 160? Any thought on that? What's the bet here? I don't think there is one on this board. You don't think there is? No, I, I think Denver holds the six. And that makes it pretty hard to bet anything. See, this is where the no would be interesting. Like, if the Lakers had a no, I'd want to know what that price is. Because they have to flat out miss the play. To miss it. Yeah. Correct. Because second hardest schedule remaining in the the NBA. They do have a a three-game cushion right now, though, having won a couple games here recently. So minus 550 is appropriate. Anyway, for what it's worth... Good for Boyd for for taking a stab at that. Will they make the play-in tournament? Now, this one is at points bed. This is not exactas, but this is exact matchups for the NCAA final. So, again, you don't have to pick who's going to beat who in the final, though I'm sure somebody's got an exact out there. But these are exact matchups over at points bed. And no surprise that Gonzaga versus Kansas is your short shot to meet in the finals at plus 550. Gonzaga, Arizona, second short shot, 9-1. to one. Everything else, double digits and beyond. By the way, I would imagine if we extended this board, St. Peter's versus God knows who would be a bajillion to one. But let me just ask you this in general, because this sort of, much like I didn't like a bet so much on the last thing we looked at for the play-in tournament, would you bet any of these as, as completely random and unpredictable as even so much as filling out a bracket is or surviving in a survivor pool? And again, let me just say, in mine, we had over 1,200 entries once, buy, once rebuys were factored in. And literally, there's fewer than 200 left. And that's with the mulligans. That's just picking one team each day, multiple games to win a game. And I know it gets chalkier now, historically. But would you bet any of these? No. I wouldn't either. Now, I'm actually looking through points bet real quick to just see what, what's out there. Yeah. They do have one interesting one that I'll ask you about real quick that we don't have a graphic for. So they have a seeding special, basically, about the number one seeds. Exactly two number one seeds to make the final four is plus 115. Exactly one to make one one seed to make the final four is plus 125. Exactly three number one seeds, so the three remaining one seeds to all make it, is plus 575, none to make it at six to one. Isn't all three somewhat interesting? Because if Arizona beats Houston, you're talking about Kansas being, assuming they beat Providence, being a big favorite against whoever wins Miami, Iowa State. Gonzaga would have to beat Texas Tech or Duke. And Arizona's going to be at least a two-possession favorite against Villanova or Michigan. Honestly, I hear where you're going with that. But it makes sense that one or two is is, should be the short shots by far, right? I think two probably should be the short shot, but I understand why one is. Yeah. If all three or none got there, it would be a major upset, and those are reflected in the numbers. I don't think I'd bet those either. Well, if zero got there, then we really had some chaos. Baylor, of course, not being part of this equation at this point with three of the number one seeds left. Um, Just some stuff, some food for thought, some very bettable, 
some news yesterday that should trigger some bets, some stuff that's up that shouldn't probably. Always interesting. Dr. Bob's always interesting. He's been on fire. His college basketball thoughts. Sweet 16 next. Numbers game. Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo play hey guys this is matt jones drew franklin from the fade this podcast we got a great episode coming up picks in all the sports football basketball we do them all but here's a preview of this week's episode do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs i don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't okay so you think if you just come out and go i got hair plugs yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you know have to do that with everyone you meet? Try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got him. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. The Numbers Game with Gil Alexander on v the sports betting network. BetMGM welcomes you with a special offer on the NBA. Simply place a $10 money line wager on any game, and if either team hits a three-pointer, you'll win $200 in free bets. Just use bonus code v 200 when you make your first bet. Plus, you learn BetMGM rewards points that can be redeemed for online bonuses or converted into comps at over 20 MGM resorts nationwide. BetMGM, proud to be an authorized gaming partner of the NBA. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use bonus code v 200 to win $200. 
$100 in free bets if a three-pointer is made in the game you wager on. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. New customer offer. All promotions subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi or Nevada. We get tweets at beating the book. Always appreciate the feedback. Trip Tepper, how is Eric Adams following the science, as he claims, when unvaccinated players or road teams can play in New York City venues? Uh, On-road teams can play in New York City venues. Why hasn't Adam Silver quietly met with Adams to say, come on, man, this is silly. Hey, Trip, I, like I said, I don't think there's a single person who disagrees with you at this point. We'll see how it works out. Like I said, I'm complete speculation, but it just sounds to me like he's sort of like, it'll get repealed, but I'm not doing it when you want me to. Not doing it right at the beginning of the Major League Baseball season. Well, maybe a week or two later. The other thing that's insane with the whole thing is that baseball, last time I checked, in New York has played outside, Gil. That's, well, that, of course, is the, is the even more ridiculous part about all this, right? Because the, there's no science that even relates to that whatsoever. This is from Michael, uh, Michael, I, Michael X. Uh, Ega just went from 10 to 1 to 7 to 1 within minutes. Thanks a, thanks a lot, huh? Uh, didn't I do that? Uh, Steven Vegas. Otani for MVP again? Why not? They didn't get tired of giving MVPs to Barry Lamar Bonds. For that matter, even Cy Young's to Roger Clemens. Both have seven. Otani needs a few more of those. I'm not saying he won't get a few more. I'm just saying there's Barry Lamar Bonds and there's everybody else. I just think with the Otani thing, you know what I'm trying to say, that if he if he does the Babe Ruth thing again, have they painted themselves into a corner or, or is it the LeBron thing where now it's like, well, we could give it to him every year, but you know we're humans and we're not going to. Um, it'll be interesting. Uh, Forrest Lehman, any any outrights for Miami? Thanks again for all you do for novices like myself. As I said, Forrest, oh, the only outright I have in Miami is Ega at plus 450. It got it before the tournament I just because I wanted a piece of Ega uh, to go back-to-back there. Ben McGovern uh, would be curious on Jason's thoughts when he comes on on two bets. Trevor Rogers, NL Cy Young at 75-1, to and Guardians at 12-1 to to win the AL Central. Thank you. I will ask Jason when he comes on air. Uh, Tim Swiler. Your Baena tennis pick was locked out in seconds at Bet Online. AK, uh, both tennis plays were both plus 220, and as you finished giving them out, both dropped to plus 188. I believe that's called respect. Hey, you know what? I, I just hope they win. Just hope they win. Um, Matthew Mayberry, DraftKings has exact NCAA championship outcomes. They have exactas. Gonzaga over Kansas, 10 to 1, the favorite. Thank you, Matthew. Miles Garner missed the second play today. Baptiste, and what was the other? Carbias. Baena, Carbaez Baena. Thank you in advance. You're welcome. Uh, and on and on with these, and we will get to more of these. Oh, uh, Jason H11. Uh, interesting, Haley is at plus 215 of the company uh, that owns VEASAN. Go on and hit it as you give out your picks, and they change it to plus 188. Dr. Gilly always says that multiple outs. Um, yeah, these are going to happen. We, we Bookmaker, we, we gave out tennis picks when we were on fire during hardcore season last year, and, and that would happen as well. They would take them off the board, and they would put them back up. Um, like I said, just hope they win. CLV, LV, as we like to say here on the show. Dr. Bob is here, ladies and gentlemen, from his lair somewhere outside of Denver, Colorado. How you doing, Bob? I'm doing all right. How are you? I'm good. Great Still t- in tennis again, apparently. Oh, well, you know, we, we, we play a little tennis here on the show. It's uh, yeah. something we do. You have been killing it in college basketball, though, man. You've been tremendous. Congratulations. Well, thank you. Yeah, the first round was particularly good. Um, second round, I had a little bit of bump, but still overall doing doing well. What do you What do you like here, Sweet Sixteen, starting tomorrow night? 
Well, the one I like the most, the line has moved, as it tends to do, like your tennis plays, Gil. I can move the lines in other markets. Uh, I, I, <laughs> I took Gonzaga. I've heard that about Minus you. eight and a half, yeah. and it is now up to nine. And I moved to nine after I, I played it, um, and now it's up to nine and a half. But I still like Gonzaga here. Um, Arkansas does not profile well as a tournament team, uh, especially as an underdog. Underdogs need to make outside shots, which Arkansas doesn't do. They're 314th in the nation in three-point shooting. And Arkansas depends on getting fouled too much, um, which tends to be a negative if you if you depend on, on a certain percentage of your scoring from the foul line. It doesn't really translate in the NCAA tournament, especially later in the tournament. Um, they don't call as many fouls. And, uh, you know, Arkansas gets 23% of their points from the free throw line, which is fifth highest in the country. Uh, so far, they have gone to the line against inferior teams. A lot of that was late fouls. Uh, they failed to cover both games anyway, despite getting to the line, you know, 25 times a game. Um, and they're probably not going to get to the free throw line against Gonzaga. Gonzaga is an interesting team because they're such a great defensive team. They lead the nation in two-point defensive percentage allowed, yet they only allow – less than 16% of their opponent's points coming from the free throw line. So they're one of the best teams in the country at not sending teams to the line, despite being a great defensive team, which is, which is really interesting. Um, now, Arkansas is a good defensive team, which is why they did so well in the first two games. I mean, Vermont and New Mexico State are also good in two-point defense, both in the top 30 in the country. Of course, that was against weaker competition, but nonetheless, both Vermont and New Mexico State, Arkansas's first two opponents, both good in, in two-point defense. And Arkansas shot a combined 40% from inside the arc in those two games. So they're really going to have trouble against Gonzaga's defense, I think. Um, and, you know, the reason that Arkansas is here is because they're a great defensive team. Uh, but Gonzaga has been relatively better against offensively against better defensive teams, and that's been the case for the last few seasons. I do something where I, I have a, an opponent's defensive rating and offensive rating. This is a, you know, compensated you know, points-per-possession ratings. And I have a regression equation, which equates, which predicts, in this case, Gonzaga's offensive game rating as a, as a function of their opponent's defensive rating. And the slope of that, of that regression equation is negative 0.3, which in layman's terms means that for every 10 points better an opponent is defensively, it only affects Gonzaga by 7 points. So they're relatively better. They're not going to be 10 points worse against a team that's 10 points better than average defense. So they're going to be 7 points worse in those games. So relatively, they do better against better defensive teams. And that's certainly shown this year against the top 20 teams in compensated points per possession allowed, uh, and Arkansas being one of those teams. Gonzaga's had six games against top 20 defensive teams. They're 5-1 against the spread with five of those games being won by 12 points or more. And that's Texas Tech, Texas, UCLA, and they beat St. Mary's twice by double digits. The one loss was also to St. Mary's, but nonetheless, five and one against the number with five of the, with all five wins coming by twelve points or more against elite defensive teams. So I don't think Arkansas's defense is going to be enough to stop Gonzaga, and Arkansas has trouble scoring. Also, the SEC looks overrated. Um, Arkansas is the only team left in the tournament from the SEC. They haven't covered either game. Uh, the, the, the SEC is two and seven against the spread in the NCAA tournament. Both spread wins were against overmatched teams, Longwood and Jacksonville State. And SEC teams in the other postseason tournaments are just two and five against the spread. So SEC is looking overrated. Gonzaga hasn't played their best yet, and they're still getting by. And I, I favor Gonzaga by twelve and a half. They're favored by nine and a half now. So I'd still be up to ten with Gonzaga. 
Okay. Very strong uh, in favor of the Zags. That's the first game. First tip-off tomorrow night, 7.09 Eastern, 4.09 p.m. Pacific. Did you want to give one more, or did you want to keep it at that? Yeah, no, this one's only, I don't want to give out all my plays. I, I do have clients that sort of okay. you know, get a little upset when I start giving out every single plan. I, no, I don't mind because I, I, I love your listeners, Gil. Uh, uh, this too. one's a lean. I, I, I came really close to playing Villanova. Uh, there are five-point favorites. It's still mostly five, some five and a half. Um, Jay Wright has just he's got a way of getting his team ready for the tournament. And since 2016, so it's been six or seven years, Villanova 16-4-1 against the spread in NCAA tournament games, which is pretty impressive. Um, they've covered the spread both times this year. Michigan obviously playing well, um, but my ratings still favor Villanova by 6.2 points in this game. And uh, I'm close to playing Villanova here at minus 5. I'll just call it a lean, but there is some value, I think, on Villanova here at minus 5. Okay. Um, got to run here in a minute, but let me just ask you this. Are you surprised that you still have this many plays this far in? Is this normal? No, it's not, because in, in, uh, in the last round on Sunday, I didn't have any. Uh, Saturday, I had a couple. Um, but I, yeah, it's weird that I have – I actually have three best bets for Thursday and Friday this week. So it's odd that I have as many as three in, in – That's what I well, thought. I, guess I wouldn't say it's odd that I have three in the in – the, in the, in the Sweet 16, it's just it was odd that I only had three in the entire round of 32. So, oh, that's interesting. Um, yeah, where and again, <laughs> I just for, didn't have that many. But I had but I had six best bets in round one, and they went five and one. So five and it's, one. It's been a good tournament so far. I just didn't find a lot in the last round, but this round's looking pretty normal with three plays. Yeah, five and one. You had uh, Purdue laying the wood against Yale. You had, I believe, Davidson. It was, if I'm not mistaken. You had Carolina, which was a blowout. Providence was a blowout. I can't remember the fifth. Ohio State. Ohio I really late when when Young was going to play. Providence, North Carolina was my highest rated play against Marquette, and they blew them out. All right. It was a good first round. Second round, not as good, but one and two is not going to be, it's not terrible. Wait, what's up? All right. Strong on Gonzaga tomorrow night and uh, leaning on Villanova. Dr. Bob at drbobsports on Twitter, drbobsports.com on the web. Thank you, Bob. Thanks, Gil. Appreciate it. Coming back, Jason Weingarten with his season wins next. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.
Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.